after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hi, guys. Welcome to It's Bravo Bitch with Hollywood Leon. It's my show. Joining me today for a very important conversation, DJ Richie Sky. How you doing, boo? What's up? I'm good. I'm good. Pretty I'm good. How are you? Um, also joining me, uh, you know, she's my After Buzz co-star. She's my co-pilot. Uh, bringing in the inside, Chelsea Stark Jones. Hey, baby. Hi, you're my Bravo husband. That's yes, you absolutely. <laughs> I'm your Bravo wife. And we're here united, um, and uh, we're bringing in a third today, so just get ready. <laughs> Richie's joining the mix. Uh, you I'm know, okay with that. I wanted to just, uh, we wanted to just shed some light, you know? Silence is death, silence is violence, and right now it's the time to use our voices, our platforms, whatever we, whatever we have, whether it's just Facebook or social media, um, you know, doing your part to post, to, to show your voice for the Black Lives Matter movement that is currently happening right now. And, and the time is here and we're gonna talk about it. You know, so sit back, relax, you know, feel free to join the conversation. It is a live show. So we wanna see you in the comments. We wanna see you in the live chat, show the love, show the support. It's a very interesting time and we need to be not just aware of what's happening, but educated. You know, I was watching Watch What Happens Live with Portia. Did you guys catch this? It was so good. It was so refreshing. She was so eloquent. Um, it's in her blood. It's in her blood. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of her. Um, but why I brought that up is because they had another uh, person, an activist on the show. And, and he said, we're all going to say the wrong things, but we can't be afraid to speak up. You know, a lot of white people are out there going, I want to say, I want to support, but I don't want to say anything wrong. Just know that, you know, it's okay. You're human. We do this thing called saying sorry when we, when we do something wrong. So we can't be afraid to speak out. So with that in mind, um, welcome to the show, guys. Let's get into it. Any thoughts before we dive into the nitty gritty of this? Um, there's something to be said for you know I I know you said that you know people are going to say the wrong things but I think it's also about understanding that when you say or do something wrong you out you actually have to know how to apologize and there's really an art to apologizing and it's usually pretty short and simple I'm sorry I did that I messed up please help me do better that's it That is a simple, genuine apology. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there who need to learn how to make those types of apologies. Yeah. Yeah, and I I agree to piggyback off of that. That's something that I've been talking to a lot of my non-Black friends about, where if you say something wrong, it's okay as long as you're really like able to reflect on that and realize that. And then we use this as a teachable moment to move forward. 
And I think we all have to be better on both ends of the spectrum. Someone saying something wrong doesn't automatically mean they need to be attacked. It just means if they're willing to learn, we need to teach and, and vice versa. So, I, I mean, it's a crazy time and I've been having a lot of difficult conversations lately, but I think it's needed, so. Absolutely, it's important to have these conversations, you know? Communication is the key to everything, and that's what we're going to do here today. We're going to have the conversation. We're going to look at it from all sorts of perspectives. We have three strong personalities here, and, you know, we all want to be on the right side of history. We want to do the right thing, and we want to use what we have here for not just spreading awareness, but we're going to spread love today. We're going to spread education. Knowledge is power. I want to start with why we're doing the show today. Um, you know, there's been obviously a lot of things happening in the world. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But for the Bravo aspect, I'm going to talk about what's been happening in this kind of atmosphere, so to speak. So we all know Vanderpump rules. Um, we know that what's been happening out there, four cast members have been fired. Stasi, Kristen, Max, and Brett. Before we all get all crazy, I know we're going to be like, what about Lisa? What about Jax? What about Catherine from Southern Charmed? And, you know, Kelly Dodds making crazy statements. And, you know, Leanne quit. She should have been fired. Like, we get it. And we're going to try to cover it all in one episode. But I want to start with Vanderpump Rules. So what happened was Stassi was dropped by her agency and her publicist after uh, it was revealed that she called the police on her former, former co-star, Faith Stowers, for a crime that Stowers had nothing to do with. You know, she even posted something on her Instagram saying like, doesn't this person look familiar? Like she's involved in a theft, like very much coming after her. And now the repercussions are coming. She was a client for a very long time of UTA, which is a huge, huge agency here in town. And they have dropped her. Um, a lot of people are, um, commenting on this bravo has declined to comment on the matter but um you know people are saying why hasn't Kristen lost her deals and it, it's a lot to unpack i just want to get into what we think of what's happening right now because a lot of bravo celebrities are coming forward you know nini's going i see what y'all are doing we need to have a conversation about this too you know she feels a certain kind of way i feel like this probably has something to do with Kim Zolciak, and she made a bunch of racial remarks at the very end of the very last reunion she ever attended. I know it's a lot to unpack, but Richie, what do you think so far of just the headlines and the news of what we're dealing with right now? Well, I think that, you know, it's kind of difficult because Stasi and Kristen and Jax, and I'm including him in that in this part of the conversation, mostly because I feel like they've all exhibited problematic behavior from the very start of this show. And they've kind of been rewarded for 
extremely bad behavior all this time. I think what we're seeing now with Stasi and Kristen is really the result of several egregious offenses. It, it wasn't just the one thing. I feel like it's just been thing after thing. And then with her getting her podcast and sort of boasting about, you know, what they tried to do to this girl. And I also think it took for Faith to really step out and talk about it. And I feel like that was the catalyst for what we're seeing right now. Faith coming out at this very moment in time when we're currently in one of the, well, probably the biggest civil rights movement of our time. I feel like all of those things put together is what really caused a lot of these companies to take action with Stasi in particular. And especially, I feel like that's what led to Bravo in at some point having to actually pull the trigger and say, we have to do something because we're going to look really, really bad at this point if we don't make a move. But I also feel like they did a disservice to the community at large who watched the show by not specifically stating exactly why those four people were removed from that show. Well, I have a comment from Canvas from Real Housewives of Potomac, and she says, Chelsea, I want your thoughts on this. This is a great step as well, but I think it would be helpful to accompany these terminations with a thorough explanation to why they were let go, especially given the fact that their racial indiscretions took place months and some in, in some cases years, and they were allowed to keep their jobs. Having an honest conversation about why Bravo is choosing to not associate with people who display implicit and explicit racial biases needs to be a part of the conversation. If pop leaders like the network are going to help heal the wounds of racism in this country, that's really important, Shell. Don't you think that we need to explain why they were let go and not just having a very safe public statement? I mean, the statement was... Like we're releasing a, these people. Yeah, we're just, they're not, they yeah. will not be returning next season. What do you think about yeah. that? Um, I totally agree with Candace in that, you know, the Max and Brett stuff happened. It resurfaced at the beginning of the Vanderpump season. And when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute. Are they going to have a limited role now? Like, they could edit down their scenes. Like, why are we still giving these guys times? So I think there was a span where we didn't really see them in confessionals, and then they returned to confessionals again. But it was just like, they should have been fired and let go. We should not have seen them on the reunion if Bravo really stood for racial injustice, against racial injustices. And the same thing goes for the Stassi and Kristen incident. That podcast was in 2017, and it's my understanding that podcast got a lot of um, hit the rounds in a lot of PR situations. A lot of publications picked it up, talked about it, discussed it, dissected it. And I'm sure, Leon, you know, Bravo is a hawk when it comes to people, their people being on other media platforms and talking about Bravo. So there's no way that they didn't hear any of this. And yeah. for them to now think that it's, it just feels very convenient. And that's, that's what's frustrating for me is if we're going to really make a change Sure, good job, nice step. But like you guys, and you said we're going to get to it, there's a long list of people on your current roster that we need to reevaluate. And, you know, if you're really serious about making these changes, it needs to be snipped in the bud at that moment and just kind of, excuse me, pussyfooting around the fact that you're just letting them go. It's not, 
it's not okay. We, people need to know why this was wrong. I feel um, like people thought this was funny at one point when this podcast, oh, yeah. came out. this was oh, entertainment. Yeah. This was views and, and podcast hits. And these people have thousands of followers and stuff. And these women have capitalized on their white privilege. Like a lot, I had messages, people asking me genuinely, like, what is happening? Like, I don't think Stassi and Kristen are racist. What did they do that was racist? And it's not that they said something racist, it's what they did was a racist action. What they did was what Amy Cooper did to Christian Cooper in Central Park. You are using your white privilege to try and harm a person of color, to harm a black person. In this time and age, in the awareness that we have now, you should know that the ramifications of that can be fatal. We all saw as a nation, horrifying eight minute video of George Floyd that stunned us to the point where the entire globe is marching, but it's just one soul of so many people that we've lost. But we're now, we're now awoken. We're wake, we're awakened, we're, we're awakened. So we need to use this time. Richie. You know, the thing about it that probably worked in their favor back then when they actually made these comments and did this stuff and were bragging about it is that we didn't necessarily have a term for it. But now the term Karen is really <laughs> universally used to describe that action. And we didn't have that sort of term before. We didn't have a thing to call it. We didn't have a name to place with it, but now we do. And so now we've said it, you know what I mean? It's out there now. So now looking back, we should have reacted to it then, but I don't think we were, we weren't mobilized then, to be quite no. honest with you. And I mean, the act within itself, like take race out of it, is just so petty. Like what in the world do you have going on that you have time to call the police, to call the military police on someone that has literally no like presence in your life? It's just like, what, like why? It makes no sense to me. And I think one correction, Leanne, I think it was Kristen that tweeted out the photo of Faith. Yep. And it's just like, why, like, where is your, why is your energy going towards this? You know? And I think for me, it was just like, like, just be better in general. Like, this is just like, this is below petty. It was, it was, it's absurd. It's really, there's, there's a lot of people out there that feel a certain way. They feel like, you know, oh, I love Stassi. Oh no. Like she just bought a house and has all these deals. And like her 15 year old little brother came out, posted a picture to Instagram. Of course, it's been taken down now. I want to read some of the comments from this. So the post said, my sister is going through hell right now because of all this stuff going on. The thing with George Floyd is horrible and should never happen again. But please, my sister and my family do not want to harm with this stuff. We love everybody. It doesn't matter if we're different skin. We need to come together and, and reunite. I want her to have another chance on the show. She's the best and the truest person that you'll ever be. And yes, I'm a kid and y'all don't know. And you guys think I don't know what I'm talking about, but I am and I'll do anything for my sister's life back. She deserves it. Please forgive her for being mean to Faith Stowers. Please forgive her for me being a little brother and hearing this heartbreaking. I hate seeing her this way. So I'm just going to read that and then read some of the comments. And it says, I know he's a child, but all of this tells me 
that her entire family thinks she's a victim, has no humility for what she's done. She's reaping what she sowed in terms of hateful behavior. Forgiveness doesn't mean you should retain your platform. This is what people don't understand. If I may, George Floyd's life was literally taken away. Pretty gross for him to think that Stasi's life is taken away. So those were just some of the comments uh, reacting to his post. And I, 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 I know I'm not trying to like bag on a 15 year old, but I think the truth kind of stems in those comments. Like it's not a victim thing. Like it's been 24 hours, girl, you're you go ahead and cry for 24 hours. Go ahead and cry for the whole week. You know what I mean? Like this is a really bad thing. You are, a, it's like when a little kid is in timeout, like you did a bad thing, girl. What do you guys think about this? <laughs> I mean, I like, I have a 14 year old brother. If something like this were to happen to me, he would have my back. Like I granted someone should have told the kid to put the phone down. Uh, I know they deleted it. Um, and I, I think we have a really big issue as a society, as a culture, as cancel culture. Um, I understand her getting her deals taken away, her sponsorships taken away. Like people don't want to align themselves with that. Um, and, you know, she issued an apology. I don't know if she actually spoke to Faith, which I think is the biggest apology that she has to make. Um, but, and same for Kristen. But once they do that, and if we see actions from them that have changed and we see that they have changed as people, I think as a society, we have to give them that second chance. We just spoke about these teachable moments at the top of the show. Like this is their teachable moment. Um, and we have to allow them to learn. So but I want to know I, about this canceled culture. Like, do you agree with the canceled culture? Like, you do something wrong, and we should never hear from you again. Like, <laughs> that's basically what it is. So, are you saying like that you're not about the canceled culture? I'm not about co- cancel culture in certain instances. Uh, Harvey Weinstein, yeah, that mofo is canceled. There's like certain people there; they commit certain offenses. Like, this was a really stupid, dumb, and ignorant thing for her to do. She's posted stupid things before in her past. If she's really saying that she's willing to learn and unlearn some of her old habits, then we need to take her for face value at that and see her actions over a span of time. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, but, you know, but if, you know, she keep if she plays the victim card, you know, we can't have Nikolai, her 15-year-old brother, speak for her. But if she plays the victim card, then we know that this isn't really coming from a, a heartfelt place. And I I didn't post the Nikolai thing so we could be like, come after the 15-year-old. I'm posting it in context of, this is is all we have right now. So I feel like this is representing her family. Is it a victim thing? Like, are you not seeing the message here? You know what I mean? So, Richie, what do you think about this? I have a statement from Billy Lee, who was featured on Vanderpump Rules very briefly for one to two seasons. Uh, she's a transgendered cast member, and we don't really see anything like that on Vanderpump Rules. You know, it has a massive audience, and it's mostly uh, white people. I've, n- I've rarely seen a black person, a Latino person, an Asian person on there, a gay person, a transgendered person. We're in West Hollywood. It's a rainbow of colors. You know what I mean? So I have this statement, and I want your thoughts on it. Billy Lee said, I'm not here to tell you that Stasi or any of my previous cast members are racist. But I will tell you their white cis privilege cost me my, my job. And it looks like their privilege could cost a black girl's life. Who's next? I will tell you, it's not just Stassi. It's her network, Bravo TV. 
Bravo TV supported this girl after the awful things she has done. Not only did they support her, they celebrated her with more airtime. When I publicly questioned the show and network, I got a call from Lisa herself demanding I not speak negatively about negatively about my experience in the show. I made your career and I can take it away, she said. She also explained to me about how she has black people around. My number one server is black. Yes, Lisa, you have staff that are black and your show does not show him or any other black gay or trans person. Like Stasi. Lisa doesn't see how her actions are harming an entire uh, gender and race. Richie, your thoughts on this? I think I've seen the one black guy at Pump. Um, <laughs> the one that James demeaned and like told him he was nothing on national yeah. television. Yeah, I remember. Danica, didn't Danica go off on him this season too? <laughs> Maybe it was that one. That was yeah. the one I saw. You know, I feel like this. I mean, the show, and I, I've talked about this as well. You have literally about 28 cast members in the photo, okay? You mean to tell me you couldn't hire or bring in even some extras just to fill in the space with some color? 28 people in a cast photo and that you don't have, it's all white. Now listen, I get it. I get it. Maybe the demographic skews more toward white in terms of the viewer. Maybe it look, they look like a certain you know grouping of people. But when you have a show that's based in West Hollywood, of all places, you have to really think about adding some type of diversity in there, not only just from the perspective of the viewers that you have, but the potential viewers that you could gain. We all know the demographic for Bravo is women and gay men. Yeah. Yeah, but then you yeah. have your highest, one of your highest rated shows is featuring a group of African-American women. So, novel idea, let's let's bring in some people of color. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was able to do it, and now I feel like they're seeing, not only that, but they've revamped the show, but I feel like they're seeing the fruits of diversity and what that and- could possibly bring. And Lisa Vanderpump saying that she has one black server or her top black server is the equivalent of saying I have a black best friend. Like, I'm sorry, that's just not acceptable. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. And I think Two Faith said something to the to the effect of if if we were if this if what happened to George Floyd was a dog, Lisa would be marching. Um, and I just think like people just the white privilege you stay within your own bubble of what you think the issues are instead of like opening up to a broader section or spectrum and seeing that there's other issues going on outside of you know the Wulin China dog festival and stuff like that like step outside and see that there's an issue and recognize that you are also a part of that issue and you know I wasn't a fan of Billy when she was on the show um, but I really commend her for the statement. I don't know if it was Twitter or whatever she said on whatever platform she said, because she hits the nail on the coffin. Like it's not just VPR, it's the whole network and they all have a ways to go. Um, and so this could be the first step in the right direction, but it's long overdue, long overdue. Just to touch on uh, that point, And, uh, I want to go back to Real Housewives of Potomac, Candice, well, y'all, let's just keep it really bitchy real quick. Let's go back to the Bravo bitch mentality. Y'all know Candace, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. She got on my freaking nerves during the show. But 
I am here for her right now. Speak on it, girl. Take it to church. We are listening and receiving the message. She is hitting the head on the coffin on Twitter. I want to read one more tweet from her that says, let's hope these people can step away from this very shameful experience and learn something. I hope for them to step away and truly find some uh, education in the example of which they were made. Also, don't get caught up in the devil of the details. Losing your job, especially on a, such a public platform, is a blow. Instead of celebrating their faith, let's celebrate what it stands for. The tipping of the iceberg of dismantling a centuries-long tirade of oppression and racism. I just think it's really important to... Um, yeah. So what did you guys, what do you guys think about that sort of thing? I feel like she is speaking for a long time coming, time's up kind of thing. And I think that's nice to see. It's a different perspective than we've seen from her. And I'm, I'm here for it. She's really won me over on Twitter lately. Uh, what do you guys think about this before I read Lisa Vanderpump's official statement? Um, mm. So typically... I think I've always liked Candace, right? But I've typically found some of the things that she, her interactions with fans, I found them problematic during the past season. Hmm. However, I, I still like her. And I still, I really, really like what she's speaking in these tweets. And I really like what she's been saying in regards to this whole situation in general. And I don't know, I mean, it's something about what you just now said just made me think about the tipping of the iceberg, made me think about the Me Too movement and how, you know, once that ball got rolling, we began to really see people start to pull back the layers on all of these incidents that had happened. And I feel like the same thing is happening now. So I feel like she was actually on point with everything that she said. Yeah, yeah this feels very reminiscent of the Me Too movement and... It feels like this, you know, Stassi, Kristen aren't going to be the, like, there's going to be a lot more coming. Um, so we'll see. Before we get into the lot more coming, because I do want to talk about Jax Taylor. I want to get into um, the future of Vanderpump Rules. I know, Chelsea, uh, you're going to have some insight on this. I definitely want to hear your thoughts about where we should go from here. But let's read Lisa Vanderpump's statement. There's a lot to unpack in here. She says, over the past two weeks, many things have been brought to my attention of which I and many others have were previously unaware. It was necessary, necessary for me to be quiet until now. Decisions have been made. Now I can freely speak from the heart. I've seen such devastating sadness that has played out globally as we all have a part to play to create a kinder, more just society. My hope is for this generation to treat each other with respect and humanity and realize that actions have and should have consequences. I love and adore our employees and I am deeply saddened by some of the lack of judgment that has been displayed. As many of you know, after watching me for 10 years, I have always been an equal rights activist and ally, my family, my businesses, and I all condemn all sorts of Cruelty, racism, homophobia, bigotry, and unequal treatment. We've never tolerated in the workplace or in our lives. While you see a fraction of our employees on the show, a specific friend group 
Across all of our companies, we have always been a diverse group of people, every color, ethnicity, and sexual orientation. Most of our employees have worked for us for over a decade, and we have become a family, one that embraces and celebrates others' differences. I am proud of this inclusive company that we have created. We will continue to embrace diversity as one of our greatest strengths, and I'm and, and I'm excited to continue uh, to give you a deeper look into the multifaceted fabric of our company in the future. The world needs to move forward with the kinder generation. Everyone deserves to feel safe, heard, and appreciated. So much of what has transpired in the world is not right, fair, or acceptable. We all have to work to create a society that we can be proud of. And as I hope we venture forward, we strive in a world where kindness and compassion are our highest values. Thank you for listening, love, Lisa. No mention of faith. No mention of remorse for what has happened the last couple of years to this girl. We completely iced her out. She got no confessional, but we can give random. Okay, whatever. There's no mention of faith in this. So I like, in my opinion, I'm not satisfied. I feel like if you could acknowledge everything like that, you could acknowledge what has happened to the poor girl. What do you guys think about this? She said a whole bunch of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the perfect public relations answer, right? No. Not actually, even, like, no. The worst. It was the worst public relations response because you're not even addressing the issue. We're not dumb, okay? We know what's going on. We know when you're not saying anything. You're talking in circles at this point in time. If you're not going to actually speak to what actually happened, it's like, don't even say anything. Put up or shut up. Yeah. I meant yeah. like perfect in little like presented with the pink Lisa Vanderpump bow. And it's like, girl, we know a crash, cra- a car crashed through that restaurant on Santa Monica Boulevard. It ain't perfect. You know, yeah. I'll see your thoughts. No. Um, yeah, that was not good enough. And so many, so many layers, so many levels. Um, she didn't address Max, Brett, Stassi or Kristen or their actions or say how wrong or bad they were. She didn't address Faith. She didn't bring her up. Um, And also, like, rewinding even back to the reunion, part one, when Max and Brett had their chance to apologize for those tweets and whatnot, and Lisa's response was, we've all done, if if I fired every one of you after you made a mistake, I wouldn't have a restaurant. Well, bitch, maybe you need to look at who you're hiring, and you wouldn't be having these issues to begin with. Like, not good enough. Like, Max should be gone. Brett should not be working in your restaurant. And I'm sorry, I've been to serve pump and Tom Tom, each time I have not seen one black person or a person of color working there. So I am not buying the lump of crap that you are trying to serve me. Not doing it. Why were they even at the reunion? The words yeah. and the tweets that they expressed were given to us weeks before the premiere. And we had a chance to edit them out. And they mildly did that. And as soon as they think that we forgot all about it, they slapped us with all these storylines. It has been nothing but Max, Brett, and Dana on my screen the last three weeks. Frankly, I'm over it. I think the whole show's boring. I think the entire show has celebrated some ridiculously trashy behavior. And I'm a Bravo podcaster. I love that behavior. And what they've exhibited has been nothing but trash. Let's talk about it. Jax Taylor, why is he on the show? Why is he on TV? This is a horrible person. Even Billy Lee, who I'm not like, let's make Billy Lee a star. Just because she's, you know, she was on Vanderpump Rules 
and she, it didn't work out for her. Yeah, they iced her out. Nobody wanted to film with her, but she didn't really go with that, their whiteness anyway. But the point is, is that she really tried to be a part of that cast. She tried to integrate herself and Jax wouldn't film with her because she was trans. Not to mention all the crazy stuff he said that has doesn't have to do with race. Why are we giving these people any kind of endorsements, money, attention? Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Well, I think looking to is realize that all this is centered around Jax Taylor. Had Jax not messed with Faith to begin with, he and it, he has been completely unscathed. Homeboy has a wife. He has a, a liquor company thing with Lance Bass. Like, he is living the life. No heat on him, no pressure on him. And this past season, not only did he make some horrible remarks about uh, mental health issues, but also bisexual, uh, the bisexual community. And then previous stuff about Billy Lee and, and seeming like he comes off as transphobic. And he's had a, he's ha- he said a plethora of things on Twitter throughout his career on Vanderpump Rules. So it's like, why are we... Like, I get, I know what Kristen Sassy did was wrong, but if you're really going to try to set an example and move forward, you need to actually look within and make these changes. I don't know what Vanderpump Rules is going to be moving forward. I think maybe they should just focus on TomTom. They should scrap the whole OG cast. They should, I don't like any of the new people that they brought on. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't, That that's why I'm not comfortable and I'm not, like with what bravo's doing like they did the right thing but they did what was convenient for them also so i don't i don't know richie who else do you think should be on this list who should we hold accountable if we're gonna hold some feet to the fire we have this four these four people over here and there's a group of people over here going what about them do you think we should be holding everyone's feet to the fire this is a very like because people think we're gonna just try to cancel everyone what kind of balance are we trying to give here? Are we trying to hold everybody accountable? Or like, what is, what's the damage here? I know there's conflicting hearts out there and people want to do the right thing. And yeah. they're like, I want to, I want to, I even, I even want to feel the right thing. I want to be on the right side of history. So like, how should we feel? Well, I'll give you some examples of, of people I think that should be gone. I think definitely Jack should be gone. I think he was in on the whole takedown faith, you know, get her arrested, whole situation. And I feel like the network is probably trying to figure out what to do because if they if they lose Jacks, they lose Vanderpump rules. They would have to actually just either make another show. I don't see that show lasting without Jax. And that's just me. And I understand that shows go on without central characters, but I just feel like He's been so ingrained in the mess of that show that I can't see it performing well without him. Kelly Dodd, absolutely hold her feet to the fire. Brandy Redman, absolutely hold her feet to the fire. People have mentioned stuff with Ramona. I think Ramona just behaves badly. She's 62. She's a Republican. I don't necessarily see her being the racist, but I do feel like she's just bad behavior. So she said all lives matter. Yes. I know a lot of people have said all lives matter, but I, I don't, I'm not a cancel culture type person either. Uh, I, I sort of say we cancel based on the severity of the acts and by cancel, I mean fire. Okay. You know, whatever they choose to do after this is just whatever they choose to do. I just don't want to see these individuals on my screens anymore, but you know, I feel like Ramona saying all lives matter. Some people we will have to educate. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I wanted to kind of, 
communicate, but you know, in the passion of our broadcasting podcast world, sometimes it's really hard to just like speak those in an eloquent fashion. That's what I really want to talk about is the balance of that kind of culture we've created, you know? And so you're saying it's more based on the severity of each situation. It's like this person, this person is clearly uneducated. We can teach them something. And this person is just clearly ignorant and doesn't want to learn. Are you saying there's, there's a divide and balance here, right? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think that, you know, listen, we have to look at each situation and take it on an individual basis. I just don't feel like we can just look at everybody and just say, well, cancel them all. If we don't agree with what they say, I just think it's okay. Let me, who can I, who can I reach and who can I teach? And then who can I, who can I just not deal with anymore? Yeah. Who's a Peter and who's a Judas? You throw away the Judas, you keep the Peter. Just, um, what do you think about this? I, I agree. And I mean, I think like we pointing back to even the women's rights movement, the um, Me Too movement times up where it's like, we can't have like, not every offense someone does is the same level as what Harvey Weinstein did. Like there's some minor offenses where it's like teachable, learnable. I could do better. I understand what I did was wrong. Um, so I think we need to be careful with just like this blanket, like racist statement or whatever. Um, but I mean, I also think too, Bravo needs to really focus on righting the wrongs. Um, you mentioned some people, but Leanne showing up as Diana Ross in blackface, that wasn't okay. Um, Brandy Glanville on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills telling Joyce that black people can't swim. That's not okay. Um, so it's just like for them to, if they're really trying to make a change, we need to recognize we failed you in the past and we are sorry and we are going to do a better job in the future. Um, and, and that goes with calling out some of the things that have aired on their network, you know, Leanne Locken saying to Carrie Brittingham, you're an angry Mexican, like so stuff like that horrendous and horrific like yeah she said it with such disdain oh the word Mexican so many times and had the nerve to justify it by saying she had slept with so many Latino men and I feel like that's a very very common thing with racial uh sexual fetishizing and discrimination basically like completely wrong maybe totally not a conversation we should bring into this, but I just want to say I'm seeing you guys all in the comments and thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Joseph Boza, Gil Mary Briso, Megan Blue Shift Eyes, YouTube Lover, PM616, Jules, What FC, Deborah, Practically Organized, Chica Mier, um, Jules, I see you guys, YTV's here. Um, I love you guys. Karen Taft, hi. Uh, let's see. Somebody, uh, Carla, I missed you too. SG, hi. Deborah Silver says she watches Richie and his shows. Um, so you guys, hey, babe. everyone is pretty much agreeing with us. Um, everyone is loving what we're saying. Not one black person working there. How you see one black girl you never see. I hope it's that you're fired. Don't learn why. They- yeah. So I mean, we're all here on the same page. Um, we mentioned the other franchises, you know, Kelly Dodd 
was making really insensitive comments about people that were infected with COVID. She was definitely displaying her privilege, getting tested multiple times, flying back and forth to the country. Do what you need to do. We don't care what you do in your personal life. But what we don't want to hear about is your ass schooling us on how, oh, well, we can get tested if you have money. You just got to know people. It's like, baby girl, we don't need to hear that. Use your platform to use your voice in a manner that's going to uplift people. Give them hope. Like, we don't need to hear you talk about how, oh, everyone dies from the flu. People are going to die from COVID. Like, you are just an idiot. You're an idiot. So, um, Bravo needs to jump on that. Whoop her ass, too. We need to school Ramona. Avery, you're young and cute. School your mama. There's an entire Black Lives Matter section on netflix spend a sunday afternoon and watch those films you know what i mean chelsea what do you think about this closing thoughts i love you guys on um and i I, love the fans for jumping in and being here with us what do you think um i do have to jump off as soon as i finish this but um yeah no i think bravo has a long way to go i think they need to clean house um if they're going to I don't want to say make an example out of Stassi, Brett, Kristen, and Max, but if they're going to make that bold of a move, they need to continue on with it. And on top of that, they need to start um, maybe implementing, and it's not just Bravo, it's NBC Universal, implementing some of these lessons and, and teachings with their staff and who they have coming on air um so that we don't have these issues again um and I also think it's a vetting process you know Max and Brett those tweets they're new we're in an age now where you know you do a little research you'll be able to see that before you put someone on air so um I think I think Bravo has a long way to go and they also just need to be a lot more transparent with what they say and how they deliver these types of things they need to be honest with what they did that was wrong in the past and that they were okay with in the past. Um, and we, and we have to hold them accountable for it. Um, but I have to go take my dog to the vet. Thank you so so much for coming on and we appreciate yes or no question. Do we need Vanderpump rules next season? No, honestly, I'm a big saucy fan. Um, and for me, I don't really care to see, Jackson and Brittany anymore I don't care to see um Tom and Ariana that much. I think it's gonna be a Tom Tom show that's what I ah. think the next generation is if they're going to keep the whole if Lisa wants to be a producer I think they're gonna make it Tom Tom or something and they have that new Tom Tom garden so I think that's what the show's going to be and if they do come back I don't want any existing cast members I don't care anymore so but yeah. Talk to you soon. Thank you for coming on. Thanks. I had fun. Talk to you guys later. Richie, what do you think about this? OLG as the new Vanderpump rules. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that is because it's on the horizon. I feel like that could be the way to go. It just depends on, you know, who they bring on, who's cast, you know, what what the premise is. You know what I mean? I feel like there's some there's some stuff there that's going to be pretty interesting with Candy and her family. And I'm kind of interested to see where they go from there. I mean, we obviously, we have a lot to learn, a lot to go. I mean, we, we have a lot here to shed light on and we, we need to grow and learn. What are your closing thoughts for the network and 
for Bravo in general, like the people that watch out there and that are just like, what's happening to our TV? You know, give us some some insight to that. Um, I think I, I would just like some clear cut and concise, you know, responses uh, to what we're seeing right now with this whole Stasi and Kristen and Brett and Max situation. I feel like by making a statement about why they're being terminated or why they're being let go and what they plan to do moving forward, I feel like that would satiate a lot of people with regards to, you know, okay, I, I still feel comfortable watching this network. I'm, I feel like the, there are people who are in place now that are going to make sure that we're watching shows that are a lot more diverse, which is definitely what we need to see. And I feel like that's not asking for too much. It's not too, it's not asking for too much to have, a, you know, a, a two or three people of color at, in, in the summer house. It's not too much to ask for. You know what I mean? I just feel like, you know, you can't, these lily white shows that they keep putting out and forcing down our throats, I just feel like it's not going to be the wave moving forward because that's just not reflective of the world that we actually live in. Yeah. In order for you to represent that, I feel like you've got to expand and look beyond the, the, the tiny little, you know, white world that I feel like sometimes they like to create and they like to separate. Okay. We don't need that. When Kim Zosiak was on Real Housewives of Atlanta, the show was great. We have Garcelle on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's even better. You know what I mean? Not just because of her, but I'm just saying that we now see representation in all these different places and we know that it works. So why not continue to do that? I feel like that's what we need to see moving forward. I completely agree. You couldn't have said it better myself. You know, they, they need to look a little closer. Look right here. There's one, two people right here. We would love to be on a show and we would make it so good, okay? You guys know Richie from Bravo <laughs> Stripped. Y'all know what he can do, what he's packing. Y'all need to come over here and check this out over here, okay? I got some credits. I got some history. There's a star <laughs> under here, okay? So um, I do totally agree. I do think that we need to expand our minds. Not just with the TV, you guys. This is for you guys out there, you know? We love you. We love the support. And we need to be more self-aware, you know? Take a look at yourself. How many Black friends do you have? How many people of color have been in your house? Have those conversations with yourself. What can I do to be a more balanced, well-rounded, educated person, a person of the world, a citizen of the world? You know what I mean? I've been all over the world and I consider myself someone that can be dropped off anywhere in the world. And just by being myself and by showing my heart, I would love to learn about everybody else and vice versa. So I just feel like we need to not be so scared of yeah. what we don't understand. You know, like, why is that man wearing a dress? Like, why don't you ask him? And I'm sure he would love to tell you why, you know? So I just feel like people are scared of what they don't understand. People yeah. are scared of what they are not accustomed to seeing. And that's why variety is beautiful to see on television, to see all the colors of the rainbow, to see all sorts of backgrounds and, and families. And I think Bravo is starting to get on the right track, you know, but we need more. Bring Mexican dynasties back, bring family karma back, you know? diversify those West Hollywood shows. I live in West Hollywood. I'm not on the show. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like we need to just diversify 
ourselves and our entertainment. I'm Hollywood Leanne. It's my favorite day of the week. Thank you so much for supporting us. Make sure to log on to Instagram. Follow us at It's Bravo Bitch Podcast. Follow my personal account too, Hollywood Leanne. I got a, a lot of new projects coming up. Richie, thank you so much for joining us. Where can we find you? What do you want to promote? Um, you guys can watch my YouTube channel at DJ Richie Sky. You can check out my podcast at DJ Richie Sky Unfiltered. That's also on YouTube as well. And follow me on Instagram at DJ Richie Sky. Yes. We'll be back every single Wednesday giving you guys the tea. You know, After Buzz wanted to take some time to reflect and showcase and amplify the Black Lives Black Lives Movement, Black Lives Matters. We want to just show some light on what's happening in the world today. So all the programming is going to be related to Black Lives Matter. So make sure to hit, hit the subscribe button. Check us out. Do your part. Post. Go down the street and hold a sign. Whatever you need to do to show and to fight. And don't forget about the message. It's not about the gram, like Portia said. It's not about the gram. It's about the message, you know? And the media isn't doing the best job in, in portraying these protests. They've been peaceful. They've been about getting the message across. It's the other side that's portraying the negativity, the violence. The It's, it's a lot to unpack there. And I just want to say, keep an open mind. Keep your eyes open. Be an ally. Be a friend. Open your heart. Yep. That's all I have to say. I love you guys. Richie, any last words? No, thanks for having me on and, you know, continue to fight, guys. Black Lives Matter. And I feel like, you know, I know that a lot of people don't necessarily understand the difference between All Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter. We understand that All Lives Matter, but we're just saying that Black Lives Matter, too. Absolutely. No one said that All Lives Don't Matter. We know All Lives Matter, but we're saying Black Lives are in danger right now. So that's what we're focusing on. It's not about you. We need to take our egos out of it. Stick yeah. to the message. I love you guys. I'm here to bring you guys positivity and love, I promise, and bitchiness and realness. We'll be back next Wednesday. Be kind. Be kind to everybody. I love you guys. Bye, After Buzzers. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.